0: another episode of Auntie Please. We are two young Malaysian women living our best life, trying to think critically, have more constructive conversations and encourage discourse. We are here because we are everything we want to be, nothing you want us to be and so much more. I am Shia and with me is... It's Lama. And today we are going to do a Am I the Asshole episode which is um, Lama, do you want to explain what it
1: is? Yes, I will. I will explain this with so much joy. So it's I don't know if some of you guys are on Reddit and I only like recently discovered Reddit and the chasm that is Reddit. But um, one of the, one of the podcasts I listen to occasionally does um, a little segment where they just talk about these. Um, this thread on reddit called am i the asshole so people basically just post stories about what's happening in their life a situation a scenario and um ask are they the asshole in the scenario is who or is the other person whoever it is um an asshole in this scenario so today we're gonna we're gonna talk about some of them because they're just sometimes they're borderline ridiculous um but also some very very interesting um yeah should i start the first one
0: yes go for it
1: okay cool so this this one i don't know it's i feel like it's a bit contentious like i honestly wouldn't know how to feel if i was in their situation so the story is am i the asshole of walking out of the hospital after hearing my wife's diagnosis so i 33 um doesn't say whether it's a he or she but it's fine doesn't really matter um I 33 get a call from the ER on Friday saying that my wife oh okay no I think he's a he. My wife um 32 drove herself there because of searing pelvic pain. I'm on a business trip until Saturday, but I drive back in in time to be there Saturday morning before she woke up. Um so after she wakes up the doctor comes in um and basically tells them that after they did a ultrasound and a CT scan that the wife has ovarian cancer um the wife you know starts sobbing and this guy's like he doesn't know what to do he's pretty still and then the doctor the wife asks the doctor what it means for her and he says that she likely needs to get a full hysterectomy um Hmm. and they have to remove the fallopian tubes as well as the ovaries so this news jolted this guy from the chair um and because the doctor was telling him that he wouldn't be able to have kids after this. And after years of work, I thought we'd finally have a family. So this guy's overwhelmed with his emotions of anger. Not just anger of the disease, but pent up anger from the fact that he had begged her to have kids since they were 26. But she refused Ooh. for her her career. And now instead of becoming Ooh. a real family, he didn't even know if she would remain the woman he married. Whether the last pictures of her... Uh, The last picture of us together would be the last time I remember her looking beautiful, young, and carefree. Because the wife... What? (laughs) Yeah, I know. And I was like, what? Um, Because the wife in front of him was already a different person. Interesting. Anyway, the wife grabbed his hand to say, "Um, we'll fight this and we'll adopt but he shook his head and turned out to walk out of the door he still had his suitcase from the car from his business trip so he drove to a hotel because he didn't know if his wife was going to end up being discharged or what at the hotel he was he said he was at least able to get out of a reactive mode but still so dis- was still so disappointed that his dream or our dream sorry of a family was over and then he said i was able to fu- to get a grasp on all of my emotions and felt more like my normal self in that I knew exactly what I felt about every aspect and how I would react to it from here on out. He gets a call from his mother-in-law saying that if I was at a hotel or whatever else or wherever else, I should he should just stay there. So then he asked am I the asshole for walking out? I admit it was done on impulse but this diagnosis just sliced my life and my wife my wife's life wide open. I wasn't going to expel the cancer if I stayed that night but <laughs> but I did at least I like like um I think I think what he means by that is like It wasn't going to make a like difference on whether the cancer was there or not if he said, and perhaps I don't know, Um, but I did at least make myself aware of the of my situation. What what's your situation? Um, And I feel I have a right to be angry that my hope of biological kids, the only kind I ever wanted, is rapidly fading away.
0: Mm. So Shia, (laughs) okay, Okay, asshole, (laughs) where do I begin? um this is frustrating on like so many levels like okay first of all your wife just found out that she has ovarian cancer and she has to get a full hysterectomy and remove everything and you leave her alone in the hospital like bro you married to her like you're not alone in this like you have a whole ass wife who's also experienced it's not even happening to him it's happening to her you know it's her body like she's the one who's gonna have to go through like the surgery and like recovery and everything and all that and like hopefully I don't know like what the uh, context is to what stage the cancer was or whether it's spread or anything but like you know she's the one who's going through it as well like it's he's not alone in this and oh mm-hmm. uh, he you know he should not have left he should not have left her like if you want to like if you're angry and you want to wait in the waiting room or something that's that's fine you know maybe you just need to process things for a little bit and then you know come back immediately after but he full left to go to some hotel room like "Mm, nah and also what is a real family (laughs) you know we have this idea of like a real family means husband wife kid like biological kid and like and that's it i'm just like that's not the case these days like you have like mixed families you've got like families with adopted kids, you've got single parent families, you've got, you know, like it's, I don't know, like the whole idea of a nuclear family as well on its own is just like, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like that as, that being the standard to aspire towards, um, Mm. towards having a nuclear family. Mm. But, um, yeah, like I'll have more to say, but, but what are your thoughts? Yeah,
1: Yeah. yeah, Oh my Lord. It's, it's, that was a wild ride, honestly. I think for me, I was definitely very taken aback. I was like, holy shit, like, that's a, that's quite a big reaction to have. And I kind of just wonder, like, why are people not having these conversations before? They get married. Obviously, you cannot predict of, like, what's going to happen if I have cancer. But that's the thing, you know? Like, that's one of my biggest things with being so hell-bent on need- needing your own biological children. Um, yeah. Because a- because a lot of the times, it's we make all these, um, like, expectations for ourselves and for our partners before we even really understand, like... Things like someone's medical history, like, do yeah. you, like, or current medical status, like, how, like, what if you both get married and the off chance is that one of you is, like, you, like, you don't have a great, like, sperm count or you don't have, like, a great, great egg count or for some reason, like, or what, now, whether it's either side, like, you just can't get pregnant, you know, the, like, typical, um way of like your wife carrying that child so then what happens like what happens if you have to like like had he even considered the option of like a surrogate um yeah what do what do they call it yeah a surrogate not a a word after that but a surrogate you guys know what I mean um (laughs) so yeah and it's and it's interesting like I, I I'm actually very interested to know why having a biological child is so important to him um like, like, yeah. especially to, like, get that type of reaction from a wife who has ovarian cancer, something that she did not have control over getting, like, she's yeah. probably, like, as devastated as he is, like, and she, yeah. like, she was already automatically in, like, solutions oriented mode. Yeah, she like-
0: straight up said, adopt, we can <laughs> adopt, like, like, that, that's the kind of person you want to be married to, you know, someone who's, like, solution focused. Yeah
1: yeah yeah that's interesting and 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 oh oh the i i think it's very very fascinating the way like the way he was like what did he say the way he said um the fact that he had begged her to have kids since they were 26 Mm. but she refused for her career like yeah I I I actually don't know. Like, I actually am at a point where I really refuse to be begged into or manipulated or emotionally, like, um, coerced to having children before I'm ready to have kids. Like, I don't know yeah. if I, like, you know, I'm not, like, 100%, but I think I will because most of my fears of, like, not wanting to have kids, uh, like, stem from, like, a fear of failure and just, like... Um, a lot of like economical concerns more than like how mm. I would be as a mum. and so that's like most of my concerns. But, um, but yeah, just like th- these are conversations people need to be having, like before they get married. You know, especially if, like th- like when you like I think this is something we just overlook as as a whole for so many people. Like, like when you enter into a relationship like love only takes you so far um like i'm sure he loves her but clearly he loves the idea of having a child a biological child more than yeah the love to stay by her side and have compassion for what she's going through
0: so i really think that a lot of guys do just see women as baby making machines and nothing more and that when they marry someone that most of the time it's you're marrying someone as the idea of someone who's going to give you children rather than this person that you're in love with or rather than this person that you're so compatible with and you want to have spend the rest of your life with um Yeah, I don't like that. I'm just like, well, that love doesn't feel genuine to me. Like, I'm not an object of reproduction here. You know, I'm a whole person. I'm a whole being. I've got my own emotions and feelings and love to give and love to receive as well. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like it sucks. But I feel like a lot of guys do see women that way. And yeah. Very very frustrating. That's why girls, women out there, please ask these questions. I recently asked someone this question: like, what would you do if you know your future wife can't have babies? Like, would you adopt? Like, how are you gonna react? Because he, because this guy was like so certain that he was gonna have kids. Like, he really really wanted to have kids. Um, and so I asked him all these questions, and and you know some little dodgy answers here and there. But I was like, it's fine. Like, I'm not. I don't. Yeah, it was. I don't know about that for the long run anyway, but But um, I could be, but that's a whole other thing. Um anyway. Um but yeah, I just I don't know. How do you feel about adoption? Sorry, I'm just going side maybe we should not answer that later on. We'll get sidetracked.
1: No no no. That's that's okay. That's it's fine. No, I think I think when I think the con- like the consideration the con- oh my god English English is not working out for me today <laughs> the cons- considerations that like when you're in a hetero- heterosexual partnership, I feel like every time I've had a man be like really interested in having children in his future um and you know when when it comes to like me voicing my concerns of why like that's not an immediate like yes let's go for me it's always like oh you change your mind or like oh you know you we'll figure it out like when it comes to like parenting styles and how you'd work together but i don't like i really don't think i'd want to go into a a marriage and with the promise of having kids right like on the premise that we'll just figure it out like what if you what if you actually like a lot of us don't even know how to like properly communicate um, what our expectations are because then you go into that situation having like all these p- literally expectations of how like your partner should like behave and how you both should parent together and then suddenly you both realise you've both had like two complete opposite sides of the spectrum like you yeah. know and 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 I feel like there's so many concerns that men don't consider that women take into account before they have decide to have children like like pre- like it's not just like nine months, then you pop out a child. So like, there's so much more that goes into it. That's like, what's gonna yeah. happen? You know, after you give birth to the child, the care that goes into that. Like, are you gonna consider like the effects of like postpartum depression? Like, what if that happens to you? Yeah. How, you know, how you're gonna like try combat that? Um When it comes to very the workforce, real things. yeah, like very very things real that things that do happen. Comes...
0: They happen often. Yeah.
1: 100% and then when it comes to like going back into the workforce how are we going to manage that like what are we going to do in our years leading up to the time when we start to try to have children or once we are pregnant like what are we going to do to ensure that perhaps we can both like we can afford childcare to like you know as 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 parents because then that gives us um, both time to focus on our careers because a lot of the times like someone will assume the role of a primary caregiver um Mm -hmm. and uh, and in a lot of the times that's like in in a lot of our heads like before we can even decide based on what relationship we have with our partner automatically in our heads even yours and mine we automatically we automatically assume because women were we're gonna have to assume the role of primary caregiver and like that's a bias that I always want to challenge and always want to think again like like think twice about because like It's exhausting, you know? And I feel like these are a lot of things that um, we think about. And I always just wonder, like, are my male counterparts thinking about the same things as well when Mm. they think about having children? Or is it just more like, ah, you know, like, we'll go with the flow. Like, we'll see what happens. Because in the past, like, their role models, their fathers, their uncles, their grandfathers, whatever, have had everything revolve around and suit their schedules whereas it's usually yeah. the like women that have had to make you know all these mini extra sacrifices and granted like these are sacrifices they could you know they could they could be super happy um with making those compromises but a lot of the times like are you making those compromises because you want to or you feel like it's an obligation because that's your role in the partnership to nurture and to give and to be the caregiver yeah. um yeah 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 I don't know this this whole situation is a whole yikes like oh, just
0: it really is I swear to god my future husband like I would never have kids for him unless I get it in writing and in a signed contract that he that him and I in that partnership is gonna be 50-50 in taking care of the child that we may or may not have like, if I don't get that in writing, it's not happening. And if the, and like, that contract cannot be breached. Like, it has to happen. Because it's the only way I can, like, really ensure, especially if he's brown, man. Like, these brown guys, nah, nah. nah. Like, I'm making sure that it's 50 50. Because I'm not gonna slave away to this child and and just give up half my life, probably, for a child. Like, no. I can have kids and have a life, you know? so yeah
1: interesting i i don't know if i could like believe in balance in a relationship like i feel like you can't oh al- you can't always have balance either like it's always going to be like at different points like someone's going to be giving and taking and vice versa um but it should always feel like hmm. there's a constant like conversation about the standards that you both have for each other as parents um and yeah clearly this like clearly this guy just sees yeah as you said sees his wife as a um little factory of baby making and so now that like like yeah he can't have his own like oh man like if you had just taken the time to do some research and think about the alternative ways that um, fertility techniques have advanced you would know that there's so many options for the both of you as well and just it really just speaks to the statistics of like how women like at least I remember reading this somewhere I can't remember where now but men generally leave women when they fall sick um when they have illnesses in relationships versus yeah. women usually just stay um and, you know, take on those caretaking roles. And I'm just like... <laughs> example A.
0: It really happens. Like, I've actually seen it happen. I know a friend um, and it happened to her. Um, yeah, she got diagnosed with something and found out that it would be hard for her to, like, have kids. And, yeah, it's just pretty, pretty it's just, shitty. It's just sad. Which um, is why,
1: bitch, this is why I'm telling you. Like, I'm I'm going to preach it to the world. Like, you, this is why... I'm all for communal parenting. Like, why do you need... (laughs) This whole nuclear family structure, like, a man and wife, like, no, no, no. Shit is flawed, okay? Like, I'm out here, like, let me just use you. Use your sperm. Let me just give birth to this child and raise it in a matriarchal community. You know, like, all the aunties, all the grandmas, like, shit, my child would be bomb. Anyway, that's, like, my utopia, but that's not going to happen, obviously. But, um,
0: but... (laughs) I feel like that could come with its flaws as well, but like, oh yeah, but I think it's still be oh, yeah. it's still. I mean, like, look, you can't exist without being a little bit traumatized by something. Let's be
1: real. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I'm, but my like, if I don't traumatize my kids, that they're gonna be traumatized by something else in life. So yeah. we're just bringing we're bringing sentient life in here to be traumatized anyway. You might as yeah. well do it your way.
0: <laughs> Living is traumatic. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah so anyway conclusion is this man is an asshole
0: yeah he's the, he the asshole <laughs> yeah he's the asshole definitely he's more hung up on his non-existent children than his life partner's health um and that's no, nah, not good no nah, no nah, nah. dump him i hope she dumps him like i hope she you know has a good recovery i hope she has a good support system um from her from family and recovers and then goes to adopt her own kid by herself without this man because this man is she. Um, yeah. No. Do we want to do it another one? Yeah, I think we
1: can do another one. Let me just my Chrome is just hanging right now, so let me just wait till she
0: <laughs>
1: comes back to normal programming and go and find this second one. What the fuck is this thing doing? Why are you hanging? Like, just tell me why. Please tell me why.
0: Tell me why. (laughs) Ain't nothing but a
1: heartbreak. Okay.
0: Tell me why. I
1: don't know the lyrics
0: after that.
1: (laughs) Oh my god, okay. I think it's
0: ain't nothing but a mistake. Yeah, I
1: think so. I think so too, yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the second one. Am I the asshole for putting my penis in a peanut butter, in peanut butter and leaving it in the kitchen? So the story goes like this. I'm looking for some assistance determining whether I am the asshole in this situation as um, that has divided our house into two groups. I, a 20-year-old male, am a college student living with four other guys my age. It's our second year living together and last year we had an issue with people eating food that isn't theirs. So now we have a strict label your stuff and only eat eat things with the with your name on it policy. My girlfriend and I like to get a, a bit frisky in the bedroom. A few nights ago, I dipped my penis in peanut butter and she licked it off. Yes, I understand that it is slightly bizarre, but that's how we yep. <laughs> but that's how we roll. <laughs> the controversy, thank God he didn't put that like peanut butter choco top thing into, it, like, into his girlfriend whilst they were having sex, because that's just asking for yeast infection. That's a
0: very bad idea yeah
1: anyway anyway we digress um so the controversy is that since we have a mouse problem i did not want to leave the peanut butter in my bedroom so afterwards i closed it and returned it to my kitchen cupboard note that it had a huge peanut butter dilemma label on it so it was clear that it belonged to me Um, peanut butter dilemma, meaning that's his name because that's his name on Reddit. So his name was on the peanut butter jar. Anyway, one of his roommates tells him yesterday. Oh, by the way, I had some of your peanut butter. He sees my visibly shocked reaction and asks what's up. So ultimately, I come clean about the whole deal. He's furious and says, why the fuck would you put that back in the kitchen? I remind him of the mouse situation and our policy to not have other people's labeled food. This is the first time all year that somebody has labeled has had my label food and informed me after the fact. He said it was just some peanut butter on his bread. It's not like he was taking a full like taking full chicken breast from me. My house is split three to two on who is in the wrong and it's spilling over into other aspects of our living situation. We need to get over this pronto, so I'm asking, am I the asshole? Info, we have sort of divvied up our cupboards, so it was kept in my space. It, it wasn't a communal cupboard so <laughs> what are your thoughts on this one
0: i think i think he's not the asshole i don't think he's the asshole like it was clearly labeled it was on his side of the cupboard um it was a whole thing like a thing that they had already discussed before and i don't know now it's he's not the asshole. Like, what he does with his own peanut butter, it's his business, man. Like, nobody should be questioning it. Nobody should be judging it. Like, let him do what he wants. It's his peanut butter. If he wants to put his dick in it, like, it's fine. <laughs> you do you, boo. Like, you know, it's just... Like, everyone should just use their own stuff.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, what do you I think? Just, I just... I... I just think they're both, like, clowns. Because, because if you had a mouse problem c- couldn't you just close the lid and then leave it in your room you know like m- like y- you would really only attract um mouses or and so whatever it is like if the jar was opened I suppose like as yeah, opposed to if it was closed and clean on the outside assuming there's like no other traces or peanut butter on the outside of the jar so like that's that but <laughs> But then also, like it's really not OP's fault. Honestly, like this this guy like knew n- they knew they had a rule. Obviously, you can't predict that man's gonna be using it as a as a as food play in his sex life. But this is why <laughs> this is why you just don't yeah. go eating your house made shit because you never know someone's dick could have been in that peanut butter and um yeah that
0: don't that, assume that it's clean.
1: That's in your mouth now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I. Oh, that yeah, that's 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 very like
1: I don't know how I would feel if that was me, like I like I'd probably I'd probably be like, oh my god, that's disgusting. But also I'd be like, well, that was my fault because
0: I yeah. wasn't supposed
1: to be there in the first place anyway. You know.
0: Yeah, I'd be. I think I'd be hysterical, and then like after like ten minutes of processing, I'd be like, you know what? It's fine. I didn't die. <laughs> It was my fault anyway. It's okay. And and, and if we're being... Re- Pops couldn't taste the difference anyway. Yeah, and if we're
1: being really technical, like... I sup mm, I don't know.
0: But I suppose like... Was it salted peanut butter? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe it was sweet and salty. Because after he put it in, it was now both...
0: <laughs> No, Shia, please. I feel like we need that information. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> so
0: it was my it was dad had to say it.
1: But you know, I I but I also like, look, if this if this guy was being very technical about it, which I highly doubt he was, by the way, because he's like in the heat at the moment, like not many people are. But like, what if what if he put his penis in the jar in a way that didn't really touch anywhere else? And you know, when you like for example, like if I if I put like a little like I don't know, cracker into like a tub of hummus or whatever, like the yeah. the parts of my cracker that touch the hummus No, the, okay, no, I phrase it the other way. The parts of the hummus that was touched by my cracker will not remain in the, the tin any like the tub anymore because it goes with when you dip the cracker out. Do you know what I mean? So like technically a little yeah, <laughs> technically but how much of that would have actually happened yeah exactly though? that's what I'm saying like this guy's aim probably wasn't that great <laughs> like he like he would have touched the sides of the jaw or whatever you know so
0: <laughs> yeah oh man I feel like it oh <laughs> let's see I don't want to get too specific I mean just do it yeah, at this point anyway like how how big was <laughs> the jaw and like how big was because <laughs> like it would have like touched the whole thing like Everywhere, but it was big and like, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. Um, Someone, one of the comments was like, "Um, you're the asshole. Only because, Jesus Christ, man, use a fucking spoon in the clean peanut butter and put (laughs) that on your dick. Why did you put it back instead of throw it out? Were you planning to eat it later? Stick it in, stick your dick in it again. It, it, It may have started out. That's a good question. It may have started out as food, but it became no longer food for the communal kitchen. Well, not really the kitchen, but. All
0: for himself. All for himself
1: when you stuck your dick in and do it. Yeah.
0: Unless he doesn't mind it. I mean, like, look, I feel like I'm the kind of person who wouldn't mind it. Like, if it was my no, dick, like, it's my dick, you know? No. It's probably clean. Sha- I would. Like, I it's, would be if it's like, my own no, DNA, my sir. own nasties, it's like whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But Oh my god. Um, I hate this. Yeah, girl. I wonder what his I plans know. were <laughs> with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just wanna know why yeah, I can understand why the household is split, but I can also I, I don't know. It's it's just it's just, I I don't think anyone is that. I think asshole. they need to get over themselves. They're, they're they're just a bit stupid though, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, they just—they
1: really need to. I'm like, there are no adverse effects to your, um, dick dipped peanut yeah. butter.
0: So, <laughs> so you'll be fine. Imagine getting. Imagine if that's how someone got an STD. Like, if the guy put his dick in, he was like yeah. carrying some kind of. I mean, I'm, STD. Can you? And then...
1: Yes. This raises another question. We need a we need we need we need a guy on this show.
0: Um can you get STDs through peanut butter? <laughs> That's that. So I, I don't think final verdict is I don't think he's the asshole, Lama. Do you think he's the No, asshole? I don't. They're
1: just both clowns. Both of them. Complete yeah. clowns. Did some clownery. <gasps> oh, this one oh, this I feel like I don't know if this one's gonna be quick or not, but it's just a bit spicy. It's a bit spicy. Um, cool. Am I the asshole for telling a friend's boyfriend her intentions of getting pregnant? A couple of years ago, a close friend, Ashley, started a long-distance relationship with a guy, Chris. He has been really good to her and after meeting in person a few times, they decided to move in together. I was super happy for her as she had had a few bad relationships over the years and it was nice to see her um, in a healthy one. That joy faded the last couple of months before she moved a few states over to be with him. The issue isn't her moving, but that she repeatedly joked about having a baby from Chris. At first, I accepted that accepted it as jokes but over time i realized ashley was being serious for context ashley has two children from a previous relationship ages 10 and 12 chris absolutely doesn't want kids he told her this at the start um and anytime she hinted possibly wanting more he shot it down saying it was a deal breaker Now, Chris is more than willing to accept her children as his own because he loves her and after meeting um, her kids, them as well. He's accepted that they are a package deal with her and since they're at an age where they're semi-independent, it's not an issue for him. To me, Chris is a real bro for taking on her kids without issue. Hearing Ashley say she wants a baby out of him one way or another bothered me to no end. It's hard enough to find a partner that treats you well and accepts children that aren't their own to find one that does and then talk about plotting to force a baby seems gross and manipulative. Before her move, I sat down with Ashley and tried talking to her. At first, she resisted, but finally, it seemed like she understood how shitty would be. So then, this friend put the issue behind him. So a few days after Ashley left, he got a call from a mutual friend which delves into the Wiccan um, or metaphysical realm. She was distraught and confessed to me that shortly before Ashley's move, Ashley had come to her asking for a fertility spell. This friend didn't feel comfortable about it and refused. When pushed, she said she cast a spell for a healthy and honest relationship, but told Ashley it was for fertility. As you can imagine, I was livid. I messaged Ashley, (laughs) confronting her about what I learned, and she laughed it off as she was desperate. But magic is fake anyway, so what's the harm? She then let it slip that since Chris was planning on getting a vasectomy in a few months, she had poked holes in their condoms as a (gasps) last-ditch effort. At that point, I couldn't... Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, I know. At that point, (laughs) I couldn't stay silent. I gathered up screenshots of all the conversations over the last few months, sent them to Chris. He understandably freaked out and kicked her out. Now, Ashley hates me because she was kicked out after a huge move and didn't have a job or money to make it back. She said, I'm a terrible person for putting her and her kids out on the street. Am I the asshole here? Should I have kept quiet?
0: I... I think my first instinct is to say that she's not the asshole, but I also really believe in a third person not getting involved in someone else's relationship. Yeah. Because, like, what happens between a couple, it's their business and it shouldn't be anyone else's business. Unless it's, like, you know, like an abusive situation or something. Actually, no, you know what? This was, this was manipulative. This was, um, this was, um, non-consensual so i think i think i do support what's the lady's name not that's and ashley and chris that's the couple who's the friend? i don't
1: i don't know it doesn't say what the friend's name is, is
0: that name okay whatever okay, we'll just call her friend or him friend um
1: yeah so i think we don't even know what i like, think we don't the friend know, did the right thing we don't even know their gender so it's pretty open
0: it's just friend okay yeah and like i think friend did the right thing because it was manipulative, it was non-consensual, and I'm assuming they're all friends with each other, so so yeah, I think friend did the right thing by telling Chris. I would have wanted someone to do that for me. If I was in Chris's position, like, of course I'd want someone to tell mm-hmm. me, like, I don't want to have a kid that I'm not ready for and that I don't actually want to have. Yeah. You know, like, technically they already have two, um, and yeah, pretty pretty um shit of Ashley, though. That's really bad shape. Like, really bad shape To go and, and, like, see, like, a witch or whatever as well. Like, that's... Mm.
1: Um, literally, like, she... It's it's assault. Like, essentially, like, when you do that... Yeah. Like, it's... It's non-consensual sex means rape. Like, that shit's effed, you know? Like, you, you can't just poke yeah. holes in someone's condoms before you have sex. Because that means, like, Chris consented to having sex... Un, like under the assumption that the condoms were not broken and like yeah. there was a like there was protection because he's not he doesn't want to be a dad like i i also want to understand like like it, clearly she doesn't see like i just clearly does she even see his role as a dad as being a parent because um And, like, what does she see his role as? Like, what does she see his attitude as towards his kid? Because bringing this child into the life, let's say she did fall pregnant, um, and he has to raise this child with her, like, does she assume he's going to stay just because, like, she's pregnant and is going to have the kids? Statistically, we know that that's not the case. Like, just because someone's pregnant and having a child doesn't mean your partner's going to stay with you. Um, and feel like yeah. fo- like forced to parent that child, and yeah, it's just um, I d- I definitely you know like think that like this like thank God for this friend to tell Chris the situation because 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 mm-hmm. if not Chris would have never known and also like. W- you can't control how someone's going to react to the information you give them, right? You can only assume how their reaction is going to be within your realm of thinking. And Ashley straight up told this like her friend that, "Oh, I've been poking holes in our condoms," as if that was like an everyday thing for her. Um, yeah, which is like what? Excuse me. So, <laughs> so yeah, this was this was on all levels, just a bad bad situation so i don't think the friend is the asshole
0: friend is not the asshole ashley's the asshole and i just feel bad for chris
1: yeah feels feels bad for him
0: this man was willing to like fully adopt like her two kids so
1: yeah yeah
0: i don't know poor chris oh
1: well these these people really just people are very interesting i can't oh my god this this situation Well, wow, i'm gonna be thinking about this the whole night and just being like mad at <laughs> ashley because because it's like a thing you know like it's not like with the whole poking of condoms like it just really speaks to like their like her level of respect to him in their relationship as well and mm-hmm. and 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 we've heard so many stories of like um in the past where you essentially, like, baby trap people, you know? Like, um, men will poke holes in their condoms um, so that their wives will fall pregnant because they want kids, but then the wives are, like, you know, not yet, not now, perhaps. Um, Yeah, it's just a very, very toxic dynamic. And we're not about that. Life. Please do not poke holes into your partner's condoms. Please instead have... Conversations about this situation. Like, yeah, yeah. Please just have conversations about this and please respect your partner's fertility decisions. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's all I have to say about this. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what would you what what would you summarize of these three stories? What would you summarize are like the main takeaways? So what are the lessons learned here?
1: Mm. Lessons learned here. First one, well, I, I realized both of two of, two of them involved having children. So the first one, yeah, I think the biggest lesson that I got out from it is really having those conversations with your partner before before marriage, because a lot of the times, like especially if that's a destination for people, and you need to understand what are people's um, like, expectations of of being married to each other and having kids and at what point in their life do they want to have those children because for some of the people it's up in the air and it's whenever both of them feel ready but some people have their own arbitrary deadlines for themselves which, uh, like, you know, could be caused a lot of things like pressure from family, like, just the way that they're socialized to think that if they are, like, you know, the whole stigma against being older parents, which I think is absolutely bullshit um um and um yeah so so yeah just be like open to having those discussions and they may not be comfortable but they they may not be the like fluffy happy-go-lucky things but they are important to actually really understand if you're compatible as partners if you want to parent if you want to parent that way yeah what do you think
0: yeah um yeah, like, yeah, similar. Like, I think it's really important to ask the what if questions because, and it's not pessimistic. I, people call me pessimistic, like, a lot. But um, I don't think it's pessimistic. I think it's more realistic because these things do happen. It can happen to anyone. It can happen to you. And I think you'd rather be prepared and, you know, have a rough idea of what you would do or what you could do in these type of situations rather than, you know hear about it and then be completely shocked and devastated before you can make any decision. Um Yeah, these things do happen. With the peanut butter thing, you know, just respect <laughs> people. When someone tells you it's their stuff, just like, respect it. Just... You know, like, it's not that hard. Just get your own peanut butter, man. Like, yeah, that's the moral of the story. Like, have your own peanut butter and keep it in your room. <laughs> don't, like, put put your name on it and everything. And, like, make sure, like, put a passcode on that shit. I don't know how you're going to do it. But, um, yeah, make sure your peanut butter is secure. That's the moral yeah. of the and story. If,
1: and, and if you're going to consciously, deliberately, deliberately go against the grain when someone's already told you otherwise, then you will have to accept the consequences, whatever they are. Because...
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause you, you messed up. Cause yeah, like take ownership of your bad decision. Yeah. Um, and with the last one, um, yeah, don't poke coals and condoms, man. Like, just respect people's decisions to not have kids. You can't, don't force someone and just to like have kids. And it's a big thing. It's not like a small thing where you're forcing someone to get a new plant or something. <laughs> like, it's a kid, you know? Like, it's a lifetime of commitment to that kid. You can't imagine Growing up knowing that you, your father never wanted you to begin with, or your father, your your parents were forced to have you, or you know, that's like resentment or like you know whatever trauma that brings, um, yeah, it's no, it's not a smart thing to do. Don't pull holes in condoms. Mm-mm. Yeah, respect your partner's decision. Hundred percent. And also yeah, respect your housemates. Yeah,
1: literally. <laughs> and just also think about before you become a parent, why is it so important to you? In every single instance, like, clearly for Ashley, like, it was more like a self-fulfilling thing and that was a selfish reason. And it's not like a... It, I'm not saying being selfish is a bad thing because I am very, very selfish. Selfish? Hmm. Okay, lama. <laughs> selfish as a person. But, but, yeah, it's just understanding that and are you willing to really, like, come to terms with the fact that you are, like potentially put, like, literally starting your li- your child's life with trauma because they're gonna come into a life really? where, like, let's say, you know, the like the father does not want to take care of that child and does not want to parent that child. And, and I am by no means saying you need a father figure or whatnot. I'm just saying that if they were in that relationship and if that relationship was going to be a big part of the child's upbringing, then it's important to understand how those dynamics are going to inadvertently affect that child and set up that child's models yeah. of what a relationship looks like anyway just don't traumatize your children if as much as you can
0: <laughs> yeah yeah don't 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 like you know let's 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 be a bit more creative with the way we traumatize our kids let let it not be like plain plain um common mistakes <laughs> that's a horrible thing to say I kind of take that back but it's okay (laughs) um I'm happy to wrap it up there yeah
1: we'll wrap it up here what do you guys think who are the assholes in this in these situations I want to hear I want to know what would your reactions be in either situations as well tell us because we find these things very 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 fascinating um (laughs) <laughs> don't forget to follow us if you're on spotify so you can stay updated every time we post and yeah just dm us let us know what you want to hear next because we are open to suggestions
0: yeah yep so follow us on instagram at auntie please you can follow me at achaya5 and Lama. where can we follow at you at Natasha j llama all right cool see you in the next app. bye, bye.